Hello again, everybody. Recording for today's chapter, Bamidbar, chapter 21, Perek Kaf Aleph. This chapter is a confusing chapter. It can, includes a number of different elements in it. Primarily, there are military campaigns, campaigns against Canaan at the beginning, and then against the Emori and the Bashan at the end. This is the first real chapter we have had so far, if I'm not mistaken, of military campaigns by B'nai Yisrael during this period. And what stands out so strongly is that they are successful. If yesterday we read of, and by yesterday I mean the recording I made a few minutes ago, we read of Moshe sending messengers to the king of Edom, Vaishlach Moshe Malachim. Today's chapter is remarkable because it features very significantly, I'm reading verse 21, Vaishlach Yisrael Malachim El Sichon Melech Haemori. It seems to be that Moshe's style of leadership, his taking of initiative, has now been mapped onto and absorbed by the people as a whole. And it's so significant because this seems to be now, as I mentioned the other day in our recording on chapter 19, we are talking about the second generation. We are in the 40th year. This people are now not born into slavery in Egypt with all of the attendant neuroses and difficulties that will bring with that. Rather, they are born into freedom. As such, in many ways, they are suited to the desert existence and to their mission and campaign. There are moments where we are reminded of the previous generation. We read in verse 5, the people speak to God and Moses saying, Why have you brought us up from Egypt to die in this desert? We haven't got water or, uh, or bread. And they are punished for this with this plague of serpents that is sent by God to them. But their immediate response is to acknowledge their error. And they say, We have sinned. We spoke against God and you. Please now pray to God. They recognize their error and they attempt to make up for it. And Moshe is then given a sign by God, a way of ending this plague of the serpents. And so even when they mimic the behavior and the problems of the previous generation, they nevertheless also have seemingly a way out of it as well. What we are beginning to see here, and again this is drawing on the Nitziv, which we've spoken about a number of times, the difference in character between this second generation and the first generation. And perhaps we'll conclude by noting how this very enigmatic story of the serpents, which is ended by the even stranger instruction from God to Moshe of make a figure mount it on a standard anyone who is bitten by the serpents will see it and live this very strange uh, instruction now becomes actually in the hands of the sages 
of the Mishnah, a model for a significant theological lesson. The Mishnah in Masechet Rosh Hashanah tells us as follows. It quotes this verse of Moshe being able to make this standard and everybody who's seeing it being able to live and asks the following question. Is it the serpent which causes death or life? Rather, at the moment when Israel look on high towards God, and consecrate their hearts to their Father in heaven, they would be healed. And if not, they would not be. Within the Mishnayot of Masechet Rosh Hashanah, Chazal choose our story to make the point that a person's future is not decided by magic and talismans, but rather by their faith in God. And perhaps we can suggest this is drawn from the model of this second generation. Have a wonderful day.